Hey guys, welcome back. We are back with Tell Me Everything with Lance. Back at it again, episode two. Guys, today, today is a special one. Today is a special episode, the drama. It's a special <laughs> episode because I not only have someone who I've literally known for 26 years of living, but someone who's literally been a rock and a sister through ex-boyfriends and career changes and my literal entire life dance class. So without further, further ado, further ado, further ado yeah, I'd like it. to introduce... Ghazal, what fun. Welcome to the show, Ghazal. Thanks, girl. <laughs> You're I'm my s- first guest. I'm so excited. <laughs> We're so excited to have you. I've always wanted to be on a podcast, and so many of my friends are going to give me shit because like, they were like, come on, let's do a podcast together. So I was like, yeah, 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 And I never like followed through with anything. But I have a benchmark. But yeah, like you have one, and I'm a guest. That's a lot easier than me creating one. 100%. And I, like, the minute you told me about Tell Me Everything, I was like, this is going to be like a rock star one. Like, I really want to see how it goes. Then when you asked me, I was like, yeah, girl, of course. Like like, second episode. Like I didn't even ask you like 10th, 12th, like second episode. I'm like, let's do that. I'm like, Hey, I'm here guys. I'm just, I'm so excited to have her on. Obviously we're going to deep dive into everything (laughs) to tell me everything. But firstly, cause people, some people don't know you on here. Yeah. Probably 90%. Right. Uh, Can you just give a brief introduction guys? And then I'm going to tell you why she's on here. (laughs) So let's give a brief introduction (laughs) of who you are, where you're from, what you do for a living so uh oh sorry i covered my my uh, mouth with my hand it's okay it's a first time podcasting first time podcasting i'm good i'm good um i'm ghazal uh i'm 27 years old as lana said we've known each other our whole lives i grew up in dubai og dubai girl um i work in advertising uh yeah and i'm i'm lebanese palestinian and italian so uh, Guys, but. she's literally like the Italian <laughs> Lebanese Palestinian princess of this region. <laughs> Me and my sisters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but they'll kill us. If They're they going to be that. like, sorry. <laughs> like, uh, uh, yes, guys. Okay, so why I have, because you're probably like, okay, like, is she famous? No, like, she's not what famous is she? Yet. Who yeah, is yeah, she? Like, who is like, she? What's she like, doing? Yeah, here? yeah, what is she doing? Right. So, Ghazal, it's, it's an interesting story. Um, and I think a lot of women and men, let's not leave out men, because men Definitely. Do, are on the other spectrum sometimes, like, we're in your position, what you were in, um, have gone through a long relationship and have had a breakup. Now, I know breakups are normal, but they were engaged. Right. For the drama. Dum, dum, dum. Dum, dum, dum. So, <laughs> I just kind of like, why she's on here, you'll understand more of why we brought her on, why we, I keep saying we, why I brought her on here and what <laughs> I really think she can bring to the, the podcast and kind of tell her story. But I think let's discuss w- the nitty gritty details of your relationship, your, your la- last relationship, because it ended up in a breakup and you were engaged. Like right. this is with your fiance. Right. So kind of take us for the process, I guess, of how it, how it progressed and kind of, cause there's a lot of details. Like he came to the, he's, not from here. Yeah. He's not from this region. Right. He kind of moved here because you were here. Right. And I think that puts a lot of pressure on someone. Definitely. When someone moves to another country just to be with that person. Right. So were you so they went to university together and then he moved here. Was that kind of a decision that you were like pushing him towards or were you kind of like, listen, I'm moving back home. There are a lot of job opportunities there. Like, why don't you come? Yeah, I think it was a mixture of both. It was kind of like Oh my God, that was so long ago. But if I can like really think about it, it was sort of like, well, like if you don't come here realistically, this is probably not going to work because I'm not a long distance person. It's never been a thing for me. And I just find that, you know, it works for some people. 
Um, for me, it's, it's, it's a bit too difficult and putting my life on hold for somebody that much was never really an option. So I was sort of like, look, there's a lot of stuff going on here. If you want to come, come, like, let me know. Um, I'll admit like looking back, I was a little bit pushy about it, Okay, but, um, which I do regret somewhat right now, but yeah, I mean, it made more sense than him going back home because there wasn't as much going on there. So yeah, yeah he joined me in uh, in Dubai. So so after he kind of moves here, how do you think? Because, I mean, when you're in a relationship in college, I think it's so different from like a 100%. real adult relationship, both working, both having jobs, having your different lives. Right. So how do you, because he kind of like, he came to your place, he came to your home. Yeah. So how do you feel like at the beginning, integrating him in? And do you look back and say like, like he kind of was like, I was like living my life and he was just like, had to like put himself into my life. Yeah. I think, look, I have, I have a very, I have a big family. Yeah. I have a loud family. Yeah. I have a family Arab that and is, Italian. Yeah. Like, do the math. <laughs> Arab, Arab <laughs> Italian. Like we don't know when to shut up. But uh, no, I mean like my family are, you know, every single one of my family members are a very strong person and have very strong personalities yeah so integrating him into that situation was very difficult at the beginning but like they're so loving and they're so open at the same time that they welcomed him with open arms in terms of like you know my life and his life and how they intertwine I work in advertising like I said before that's an extremely challenging business it's you know, you're working late hours, uh, you're constantly at work, you're, you barely have any free time, especially, you know, before when I was working in a more traditional agency. Mm -hmm. But the thing was, I was also meeting a lot of people there. So I was getting to know a lot of people. I was making a lot of new friends that were very like-minded, which tends to happen when you find the right fit for the right industry for you. Yeah. So I was kind of moving along with my life and he was sort of like, like trailing would, along in a way in a way but it was like sort of also for me at that time because it was so mentally challenging being in that industry he was sort of a, a space of comfort yeah which I appreciate but I wish I hadn't settled for okay do you get what I mean yeah like, yeah yeah I feel like when you're not in the right mental space you make decisions that aren't right for you yeah and especially if you're in a very rough and tough industry like I was just so thrown into it and I was yeah. so like, uh, you know, I'm in client servicing as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. It's a very, very rough, like you keep talking to clients that are, you know, may not be as understanding as you would like them to be late hours, whatever. So it was sort of just easy. Yeah. You know, he was like the easier part of my life. You, and yeah, yeah, I definitely think like I was growing at, in all fairness, an extremely rapid pace. Because, I think so too. Yeah, I don't think I know how to not do that. Yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> but, and not everybody's like that. Yeah. But yeah, like, could he have done more? Yeah. <laughs> but I have a question because like you, my first episode was kind of about like my mental well-being and like happiness and my transformation and my right. journey to kind of like being the happiest self I am now. Looking back, like, do you think he had a huge impact? I know you're, you, it was your first job out of college. Yeah. You moved back home. There's a lot of things to transition to and adapt to. Yeah. But do you feel like your mental well-being was, I guess, I don't want to use depressed because that might be too strong of a word, but kind of lower because of your relationship with him? Like, did that have an impact or was it just like solely work and he was just comfort? To be honest, I think that I avoided that truth for a really long time. Really? I think like I blamed a lot of it on my career. Yeah. I blamed a lot of it on me being hard on myself, but I didn't take a look at the relationship in a realistic way and realize like, oh, 
this isn't the right situation for me. Yeah. Um, because it was comfort girl at the end of the day. It was comfort, but at the same time, like people can take care, take advantage of that and be, you know, emotionally and mentally manipulative with, with you. You yeah. know, like that's that's a very likely situation when you're down, people can kick you. Yeah. And that's what constantly kept happening with me. And I sort of like, I don't want to sit here and finger point and I don't think that's the right thing to do because I wouldn't appreciate it if the shoe was on the other foot. Yeah. Even though it probably has been multiple times, let's be real. <laughs> uh, maybe not on a podcast. But, um, but I mean, I think I put myself in a situation where I didn't give myself the strength and mm. like sort of detach myself from the relationship to see like, what my life could have been without it. I think, how do I say this? Like, were you scared of being alone? Was that terrified? Kind of, that was that, like kind of, that like, was were, it. Yeah. Your, your ins- biggest insecurity was like, you're scared of being alone. I was alone. like, I didn't, I didn't want to be alone. I didn't. My biggest thing is like I said, like I'm a person who grows at a rapid pace and yeah. I hate failure. So when I have a relationship that would have been a failure, if I had, you know, let go of it at that time, like even when, when it did end, like that was the ultimate thing for me. I was like, it was so much embarrassment. It was so much like, oh my God, I failed at this and I'm not a failure and I never do anything wrong. And what's wrong with me? You know, like when you're that invested with somebody and you've spent so many years, like we were together for almost a decade. Girl, when I, I actually was counting the amount of years, like eight. when I was writing eight years, that's a lot and of engaged for time. a year and a half, two years, two years, I think. I don't even remember. Wow. I think. Yeah. That's a, that's a fucking long time that's a long ass time that is like also your growing years yeah who you're who you become as a human that's like the year is that you kind of human but like you know what i mean like that's how you grow up and your behavior is kind of impacted by those years of your life and if the funny thing is like i remember i would be like like one by one the couples that we had been in school with started sort of breaking apart and i was like so interesting we're the strongest ones like we're not fooling ourselves into thinking that we're just with each other because of this and that and that's such a conceited way of thinking like it's so stupid but it's like in that moment it's so difficult to change like your mental state of that and being like oh wait like actually we had a lot of weaknesses that i didn't even look at because i was like I love him and I love him and love will conquer all. And let's be real. Like, that's not the situation. Yeah. I'm a hopeless romantic, even though I'm a sarcastic asshole. By the way, she like, is. I am. <laughs> a beautiful one, though. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm, I, but I mean, this has really taught me, like, that's just not the way to be. Like, yeah. that's just not productive. Do you think you kind of, because I mean, I am one of like one of your best friends and right. I kind of saw a lot. So I think like this is a special episode because I can also comment on like what yeah. your journey has been. But 100%. like, I feel like looking at like you guys, when you guys were together, I kind of saw a lot of bad habits start to form in you Yeah. in terms of like, you kind of would just like not go out every weekend. You guys would just like chill in your room and like order fast food and like, just like chill and like not do anything. Right. Like yeah. for weekends at a time, like a weekend would go by and you just like would be chilling. I would be doing nothing. Which is fine, which is fine just to stay at home and stuff and enjoy your time. But that much is unhealthy. No, it's not fine yeah. to be honest. Like I'm in my twenties. Like I yes. literally at one point, like towards the end, I woke up and I was like, I am not 80. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am not old. Like, why am I doing this? Why am I constantly locking myself in my room, staying with him because he doesn't want to go out and I want to go out? I'm a social person. I fooled myself into thinking that I was not a By social the way, person. You kind of did. I really, yourself. I convinced myself. I'm yeah. like, oh my God, people are shit. I don't yeah. want to see them. And look, I mean, I don't think people, like, I don't have like the biggest faith in humanity. Yeah. But I love seeing people. I love seeing you my love friends. I love going out and socializing. I love going out and socializing. And I fooled myself into thinking that I didn't like doing that. Yeah, there are nights where I go out and I'm like, oh, I regret this. I wish I was in my pajamas. But 
to be honest, when I'm with my good friends, like I don't wish that I want to see them. And it was constantly a situation of like, he doesn't like, he didn't like going out. So I bent and broke myself in so many different ways. Other than that, like that's basically it's emblematic of the relationship. Like I bent over and I made exceptions for that for ages to make him comfortable. And that's not fully his fault. That's also my fault. Wow, accountability. Because I was like, yeah, you have to take it. There's, it takes two to tango. Yeah. That shit's true. So if I'm sitting there and I'm being like, well, let's just stay home then if you feel more comfortable with her. Let's just, and you know me. Like, I'm a stubborn person. Yeah. I do not budge. When I have a point of view, I, do, I budged everywhere when it came to this. And I turned around at the end and I was like, you know what? Like, on so many levels, including planning a wedding... We're going to get to that. Yeah. We're going to get to that. Well, I'll just touch on, uh, like, I just needed to learn how to say no again. Like, I had completely lost that capability. I was like, yeah, 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 because it was easier than confrontation because confrontation would lead to arguments, would lead to, I don't know, like, um, me thinking that I was the the shitty person and me apologizing. It was the same cycle, same cycle, same cycle. So you were very, appa- I actually didn't know this. So you did you apologize that Const- much for that? Constantly. And but yeah. like for what? Like give me a situation where you felt like you were kind of like the bad, or like you had done something wrong because you wanted to go I out. Felt like or the, like- I felt like the bad guy all the time, to be honest. Like I would say my point of view on something and it would be like, I can't believe you're saying this. And I'm like, well I'm perfectly entitled to my opinion absolutely and then I would be ignored for like a week or two at a time and then I would be like I'm so sorry like I clearly did something very wrong wow constantly wow constantly and I'm not saying he never apologized for his actions he did but the difference is I actually you know I worked on myself as much as I could in that situation but I feel like I was d- doing it in the wrong way and taking the wrong direction. Yeah. Like, I was like, let me work on myself in this relationship. Let me work on myself. It's like, no, like, let me work on myself for me. Like, I, I need to, like, completely take you out of the equation, work on me, see you later. You know what I mean? Like, even if we were in a relationship with each other, like, I needed to spend more time with myself. Yeah, because he was, I mean, you guys would hang out, like, all the time. Which, I mean, yeah, yeah. You would. Always. Yeah, always. All my free time was, yeah. was basically devoted to either seeing her, him or planning to see him. Yeah. So, it was exhausting. So, leading up, okay, so, whatever, you got engaged, and I guess that there was, I guess I didn't realize, two years, kind of, during that time period. Yeah. When, what, like, what was the moment for you where you were like, shit, what am I doing? Like, what was your like, aha moment? Like, what the hell am I doing? Um, like, was there a moment or was it like a buildup? Was it like, or was there, that's like something happened or was it just kind of like a buildup and realization within yourself? Cause that could yeah. be also the case. It was just like, I think, so it, I never, I don't think there's ever like one moment. Yeah. I think there are several. And then you're just like, what the fuck is going on? So, I mean, I I left my, my previous job. I went to yeah. another job, which treated me very well. Yes. I met a lot of women who are, you know, super powerful, strong, independent feminists who really taught me a lot about what it is to be an, a strong, independent Arab woman. Wow. And, I mean, working with them, I mean, Maya and Yada, thank you. you <laughs> shout out to the girls. Yeah, the girl shout gang. out to the girls, Maya and Yada. Um, and so I, I moved to my new job. I didn't have the burden of having a job that I didn't like okay. anymore. And I used that as a crutch a lot. 
as an excuse to stay with someone who was, oh my God, he's offering me stability and he's offering me Mm -mm. this and he's offering me that. So that was the first thing. And then I got there and I started working on, uh, you know, with feminists, understanding where they were coming from. And then, and then it was sort of like slowly and slowly. I was at the end of planning the wedding. Okay. I had been to Italy twice to see venues. Guys, remember you like went to the chef and I mean not the chef like you got the food. I remember you did the food tasting. We did the fucking like, food tasting. You did everything. You got the dress. I got the dress. Like, everything was planned. Like the dresses in my parents' house. Yeah. If anybody needs a wedding dress. <laughs> not sponsored advertisement but if not anyone Not sponsored does need. but if someone does want it just take it honestly. <laughs> at, at this, this point. point. <laughs> if not I'm going to cut it up and dye it. Nice. Um uh, it's a beautiful dress. But I mean, yeah, I'm <laughs> never going to look at it again. It is a beautiful dress. Um, so I got the dress. I got everything. And then um, it was just we went away on a weekend. And, you know, arguments started building up and building up and building up. And I was like, you know what? There's just a gut feeling that I have that's just like I had it the minute we got engaged. Oh, my God. The minute I said yes. Yeah. My stomach literally turned. And I was like, guys, my jaw's to the ground. I actually didn't know. That. I was like, uh, oh, like this doesn't feel good. I should feel better. Like I should like, feel. It should I be should... The ha- one of the happiest moments of your life. Yeah. My dad literally texted me and he's like, are you sure? On like wow. immediately after. And I got so angry at him. And that was a thing. I kept masking my uncomfortableness with yeah. the whole, I don't know if that's a word, but with the whole relationship with anger. So I kept getting angry and angry. I'm like, dad, what the fuck? Like, you can't say that to me. And like. I, it just the discomfort became more and more evident to me and I was giving so much more to the wedding and the relationship itself and I was like I keep bending I keep bending I keep bending and I had a, a tough job at the same time yeah. and I was like I'm gonna break at some point and so we went away on a on on uh sort of like a little you know like stay k yeah stay k I don't know why I forgot that word I don't know. and <laughs> The wedding. So I had been, I had been talking with my parents and saying like, look, I'm not, I don't like, there's a bunch of shit that I was hiding from them, which I'm not going to go into details. Yeah, about, yeah we don't need but to. I yeah. was like, I was lying to my parents about a lot of things in the relationship. And once they found out, they were like, Ghazal, like my mom sat me down and she was like, you're a principled person. How are you accepting yeah. this when you wouldn't accept yourself doing something like this. And that really hit home for me because she was, she literally told me to my face. She's like, if you get married, you will get divorced in one year. Wow. And I was like, oh my God, but I love him. And da, 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 which is, yeah, all right, valid. But like, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's nothing in comparison to like, you shouldn't start off a marriage on a bad foot. You should start it off happy. 100%. Marriage is tough already. It like, is. You don't need to have the stress of like, so many different things that are like life-changing before you get married like deal with that shit later girl and I'm also in my 20s like what the hell am I doing you know so I had those conversations with my parents um they were both like we think you should put it off at least like halt it for a bit halt it for a bit I mean I'm sure they wanted to tell me to to but of course they need to understand even with this guy with almost a decade like like that decision no matter what girl it didn't matter it doesn't come easy though no no not at all you know what I mean like it just it doesn't come easy to someone no so basically that happened and then we went on a staycay and I had told the wedding planner oh really I had told the wedding planner like listen I'm thinking of postponing she's like well if you postpone you're going to have to pay all the deposits for like vendors and stuff to keep them on hold. And I was like, no, 
that's when I started saying no. Wow. I was like, hell no, I'm not doing that. Holy shit. So she texted me when we were away and I was like, cancel it. And then there was like a big fight about like how I canceled it. And what was like, what was your, re- like when you like told him like, listen, I canceled it. Was he like, what the, f- what do you mean? You yeah. He was it? like, what the fuck? And I was like, fuck all the way off. That's yeah. my choice. So, so like, yeah, that was when I was like, this is my foot down. Yeah. If things don't change drastically in this relationship, I will not be continuing it. We will postpone it for one year. I'll send out an announcement. And if things don't change, I'm not getting married. That's wow. it. Wow. This was your aha moment. This was, this was not even an aha moment. This was me moment. literally being like, I'm done. Like, I, and I literally, I remember having a conversation with him and it was, it turned into a massive fight, obviously. I mean, this is a very heated thing. Like, in fairness to him, like, someone canceling a wedding on you is not exactly, like, chill. But I was like, I'm going to start saying no. Every time I want to say no, I'm going to say no. Wow. I will not budge. I will budge when it comes to things that are negotiable. I have non-negotiables, just like every other human being. Yes. I have non-negotiables, and I've never budged on them for my entire life within myself, with my family, with my friends. I have friends that I have cut off clean goodbye because they don't treat me with respect. If somebody doesn't treat me with respect, you're out. That's done. I could give a shit who you are. Out. Bye. You don't like me. You don't like what I stand for amazing have a pleasant life fuck right off yeah 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 100 percent. always how i've been yes and i don't accept anything less from that point forward i was like that's it i'm done we started having tough conversations they were kind like okay they, they weren't they weren't like that was a fight but like then you know there were conversations between me and him where i was like maybe we aren't meant for each other whatever whatever compatibility whatever Maybe this isn't just just isn't meant to be. Yeah. And then um, we decided to take some time apart, like a couple of weeks. And my sister's birthday was coming up, so I was like, you know, come come back and we can celebrate the birthday together. And he decided to end it over a phone call. When you got that phone call, I lost my fucking mind. You lost your mind. I my the top of my head popped off. I'm not gonna go into what I said or what. Yeah, he yeah, said. yeah. It doesn't need to. There's not yeah. really a point. But ladies. if a man ever breaks up with you over the phone, just literally delete him out of your life. Yeah. Take it from someone. If someone doesn't have the respect for you to speak to you, like you are a human out, not even breaking up. Fuck it. If somebody wants to have a serious conversation with you and picks up the phone. Okay. Maybe if it's long distance, I'll, I'll excuse that. If they're close by, if they have the capability to come to you and have a serious conversation with you and they don't let them go because they clearly don't have the respect to even speak to you or are such cowards that they, they put that over like, you know, you and their respect or lack thereof. But I think it's harder said, obviously everything's harder said than done, but I feel like when someone breaks up with you over the phone, especially with a 10-year relationship, your first instinct is go crazy. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not like you'll be like, okay, you know what? I'm going to delete him. Goodbye. Thank you. Next. Like, of no, course no, no. not. Like, you're going to think, like, your first instinct is to be like, what the fuck? No, no, what no. do you mean you just broke up with me over the phone? Like, you're going to go crazy. But I think yeah, yeah. after that conversation, knowing what your next step is in terms of like, okay, so this is what happened. I popped off. 
what's my next move? So what I did was I popped off then I got really drunk for like a week. Absolutely. And then, um, I think you were there at some point. Probably. Probably. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, popped off, got drunk. And then I sort of was super depressed for like a few months, but we also, so I had, (laughs) I had my sister's birthday party three days later. You were there. I know I was there. (laughs) Guys, it was a karaoke bar. It's just pre-COVID literally one year ago today. Oh my God. And we were singing like, like, I will survive. (laughs) I will survive as long as I know how to live. We were like, we were going crazy on the dancing and singing all these women empowerment songs and like it was just it was disaster. It was a disaster, but it was especially therapy. especially <laughs> that was a special type of therapy. It was. It was it literal was, therapy. Honestly, like it was the best possible thing that could have happened. At the beginning, I was like literally holding back tears because I was like, Oh my god, I'm gonna see all the people that him and I both know. Like, this is gonna be so awkward. Like But at the end of the day, girl, like like he was your like not to be an asshole, but like out of all the people that were at this birthday, like he was your friend first. Right. Sorry, we were your friend first. Like it's not like no. Like he was like, really, we accepted him because he was your fiance. It's not yeah. like we accepted him because we love the guy and want to be friends with him. Right. I mean, I think it varied from different people. But by the way, today is the one year anniversary of when he called me. What? I just and checked. we're doing it now? And we're doing this episode? I remembered. I took wow. a stupid video of my brother that day. And I was like, wait, is today the day? And I was like, yeah, it is. It's been one And this is how we're celebrating it. And this is how we're celebrating it. By doing a podcast episode. So yeah. So basically got really drunk for a week. Saw my friends. My family was so supportive. Like, I mean, it's it's insane. Like, I didn't... I mean, I'm fortunate to come from a a very open-minded family. um, And they were... Like, they were giving me the best advice. They were there for me the whole time. My sisters and my brother especially as well were always there for me, my mother, my father, like they were all like my grandmother, everyone, because they all knew him and they knew me and they knew how much this killed me. And um, after that, I was just like, so like, you can't really go to people constantly. Yeah with the same information over and over again and expect a different reaction. Yeah. And that's no one's fault. It's just that my friends and my family love me so much that they every time I talk to them about the situation, they would just get angry at him. And I was like, you know what? I don't think this is productive for me. Mm. So I started to, t- to go to therapy. Mm. And by the way, we went into lockdown. I forgot to mention that. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I we, we went into lockdown. So it was like a crash course Literally. in me getting yeah. to know myself. Um, so yeah, I went through a breakup in lockdown, which was, uh, super fun. Um, cause usually like whenever someone says I'm going through a breakup, I'm like distractions. Yeah. I'm like, go out, go to the gym. But that's my uh, thing. Like whatever, like date, do, do yeah, whatever. Exactly. Travel. people, travel. Yeah. Forget it. There was no options for yeah. me. I was just like, well, I'm just going to be working out in a corner of my room and then crying yeah. on my bed. So I was like, okay, maybe like I've never been a person who really confronts her feelings. Like um, you know me. Yeah. Like, even when you would come to me with breakup stuff, I'm like Lana, whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> like this guy again. Like let's just let it go. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like there's there's no point talking about this. He's an asshole. He's an asshole. He's an asshole. And, and that was my thing. Like I always I approach everything with humor and anger. Yeah. So 
for me, I take, I do a lot of like self-deprecating humor where I'll be like, oh my God, I'm so depressed. And I'm like, no, I'm actually depressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'll be like, I'm depressed. <laughs> and everybody so be like, what? what? Like, so how were, okay, so obviously you hit rock bottom when you guys break up. Yeah. In a way. Um, yeah, I think so. I think that was like, because I've never seen you so low and I mean, obviously yeah, was, because of what happened it and was we're in low. lockdown. Yeah. So, okay. So you hit low. How, what were the steps? I know you mentioned you went to therapy, but what were the steps that got you back on your feet? Therapy. Okay. Um, exercise. Exercise. Um, talking to random people on like dating apps to get my self-esteem back. I always suggest that, by the way. By the people way, even if you don't talk I, to... I don't care. Even if you don't meet with them, like it, it was on lockdown. Like, what do you want me to do? But like, connections are made. Like you said, self-esteem goes up. Yeah, and like, and to be like, honest, I meeting. used it for selfish reasons, one hundred and ten percent. Who cares? Um, which is fine. Um, therapy. I said that already. I think. Yeah, working so out. So what? What just was like? I, so what? How did? So when can you say was a moment where you kind of like were like, okay, I'm starting to feel like myself again. Um, like I'm picking up the pieces. I'm I'm strong again. I feel. So, By the way, guys, this is within a year. So like, I guess this is recently. Yeah. In the last few months, really. I guess so. Um. I don't Maybe know. Summer? Like, I guess by by May, um, I was feeling better, and then we got back in touch briefly in like July, and it went lower than it ever has been. Yeah. And then I just woke up. This was my aha moment. I woke up one day. I think it was in like July, and I was like, "What the fuck am I doing?" Mm. I was like, "This is so stupid." Yeah. I'm sitting here beating myself up over someone who clearly didn't appreciate me. Yeah enough started eating healthy started working out like a mad woman um oh my gosh she looks freaking amazing thanks you look girl. amazing you look incredible i started really like a, a, a meal like not a meal plan i started like uh i did a course with sandra who's a health coach i'll actually give you her her handle yeah. to like tag her for sure she's amazing i did like a three-month program with her um lost 10 kilos insane have kept it off since amazing i started gymming recently stopped again because pandemic yeah um but yeah i've just been like seeing my friends who i haven't seen in a long time like people that i had not even cut out like i just didn't make time i didn't make time for if i'm being honest like how many times did you reach out to me and i was like ah yeah i can't be fucked Ah, yeah 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 yeah, excuse even though guys i would have parties at my house which is across the street which from Which is literally across the street from Ghazal. And, like, she would come for, like, 10 minutes, an like, hour maybe, and then they would leave. Yeah. Just because, like, ah, oh, okay, like, whatever. Like, so stupid. Yeah. And, like, I moved out. I got my own apartment. I was living with my parents. She's moved out now. Yeah, I yeah. moved out now. Um, so what advice, so women listening to this, men too, what advice would you give to someone that's in a, a similar position to you were in when you were in your toxic or whatever relationship, like, just what would you say if like they're struggling and they're seeing the red flags but they're not don't have the guts to actually break up with the person or end it what would your advice be for them first of all never settle okay it's not about not being comfortable i believe in comfort comfort's nice but like when you feel too comfortable take a look at it take a step back and be like is this serving me Mm. is this really what i want you need to be selfish yeah I will never put myself second ever again yeah. other than for my family and yeah, my family yeah. actually. Yeah. Or, or people I consider my family. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, my close friends that are like my brothers and sisters, yeah. 
the, that's the only time I will put myself second. I will never put myself second for a man again, ever. Like I cannot emphasize how important that is. Yeah. Never settle but for do, something. Don't you that's, think that comes with self-love? Like if someone, cause like I look back when I was with that asshole in college, well not name Jesus names. Christ. Yeah. I guy. look back on that and I say like, I didn't love myself then. Like I wasn't happy with who I was, but I was letting him treat me so shitty yeah. and so badly because I didn't love myself. Like, do you feel like, like now let's take a look at like now for the future. I'm not saying you, you're like, need a boyfriend tomorrow, but like when you do, when you are dating and when you are dating now, like, do you feel like, okay, like now that you're dating, you kind of have this outlook of like, I love myself. I've been working on myself for the last few months. I'm healthy. I feel great. My mental health is great. Yeah. Like now, like you have like such like a completely different perspective. I have confidence. You have confidence. Yes. And it's that simple. The thing is with me is I equate selfishness with self-love. Interesting. It's a part of it. I also think like, I think. So you think when someone has self-love, they have self, they're selfish? I think selfish, being selfish is a great thing. Yeah, but I think selfish can... It has a negative yes, connotation. it does. Yeah, but why? That's society. It is society. You should be selfish. Totally. You should love yourself enough to put yourself first. Yeah. That's how I think about it. Yeah. I think a lot of the times, like, we talk about self-love and it's like, you know, do a, a bubble bath and a mask. And I love bubble baths. And I love face oh, masks. I recently started liking bubble baths. Oh, I, I got a a bath like I have a bath for the first time in my life That's and they're they're amazing really so nice yeah. like I never was like a bubble bath person I'm like ew it's so dirty blah, but that's blah, blah. like your type of self-love then right that's, it's many things yeah self-love is not just one like you can be the person who loves to do a face mask in a bath and that's your form of self-love you can be the person who goes and lifts fucking 50 kilograms absolutely in, a, in the gym and absolutely. that's your form of self-love yeah you can eat a burger and that's your form of self-love self-love means different things to different people but what i've had to hammer into my own head yes is i needed to change the concept of being selfish to being positive rather than negative from myself mm. if somebody invites me out and i don't want to go what i say now is no i don't feel like it I don't come up with an excuse like, uh, yeah, I don't really, um, I just, I, like, like, I'm busy, I, I'm busy, yeah, I have someone um, else, yeah, 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 I need to, like, I don't know, mow my lawn, like, I would come up yeah, with such yeah, bullshit, yeah. and I'm like, now I'm just like, no, like, I don't feel like it, or, yeah, sure, I'll come, but I'll come at this time, not at this time, like, you've set the boundaries, I, I have set setting my, boundaries. my personal boundaries, yes. like, so hardcore now, yes, they're flexible, but, like, you know, to a certain extent, I have hard stops that have to be respected, within relationships whether it be friendships or you know partners or relationships yeah, partnerships okay i have and then yeah go oh, ahead, wait sorry. sorry i had other points yeah, yeah, yeah no go ahead one thing that i did not do was i did not trust my gut remember what i was telling you about yes. the, with the story yes. how i was like um oh i had a really bad gut feeling and literally i felt like my stomach turned yeah I completely ignored that, was that your so many times. And I cannot tell during you. During the relationship, you're saying you were During the it. relationships. During the relationship. During many things. Like, even at work. Like, I'd be like, oh, this is not right. And I wouldn't say anything. And, mm. like, now I'm just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, learning Straight how to up. say no. Trusting your gut. Being selfish. These things are all intertwined. Like, you need to understand what your point of view is. What your opinion is. It, it varies on different topics. But trust your voice. Like, you're smart. You are not stupid. If you are stupid, just educate yourself. I don't know. <laughs> like, but I personally think everyone has a gut feeling, and it's 
how they choose to sync with it or not. A hundred percent. Because you do. When you do something bad or you feel something's off, something in your body is going off with your stomach, your mind, your heart, whatever it and is. And you're just like, uh... You feel like ucky icky about it. Yeah, you're just like, ugh. I don't know how I feel about yeah. that. Yeah. That's your sign. That's yes. literally your body yes. telling you yeah, like, yeah, yeah. hey, bitch, like I'm right here. I'm literally right here. Listen to what I have to say. Absolutely. And another thing is it's not. So I dealt with. Um, so like I said before, I mask my feelings with humor and anger. Yeah. And I masked embarrassment with that. Okay. I was so embarrassed by what had happened because we had so many mutual friends. My whole family had met him in every country possible yeah and i had to send an email saying i was postponing a wedding that was eventually canceled after i spoke to to you know my friends about it they were like yeah actually my cousin went through something similar yeah actually my sister went through something similar yeah this that i've heard of that happening before like whatever i was like um how didn't I know about this? What do you mean? Like heard of what happening before? Like during the engagement? People canceling their engagements, oh. calling off their weddings. It happens really often. Or on the alternate side, getting married. And then divorcing. And then divorcing very soon after getting mm. married because it wasn't working. And I'm not saying like, if you don't come to this realization, it's, it's fine. Like, I mean, you know, it, it happens to all of us. And so many people ask me like, how did you like, like what was your aha moment, for example? Or how did you, how did you put up with, I mean, you didn't ask me this, but how did you put up with this for eight years and not like think about, and I was like, it was a relationship. It's not like I was putting up with something and I knew that I was in something bad. Well, you were in it. Like you were completely in it. it. I was in it and I wasn't gaining any perspective. And I just want to tell people that like, it's okay. Yeah. If this happens to you, if you, I mean, in my case, I was humiliated. I felt humiliated. I felt embarrassed it's okay. Like, it's fine. You will get through this. You will be better after it. No matter what it is, just trudge through that fucking mud pit that you're in and get to the rainbow at the end of it. I don't even know what analogy I'm using, but like, just, it's fine. It happens to so many more people than you think. It's just that people are embarrassed to talk about it. And I urge other women to talk about their experiences too because when you go through something like this, you really feel alone. You're like, oh my God, I can't believe this happened to me. Like, this is so weird. This is so rare. It's not. It's not. Yeah, the situation might not be the exact situation that I was in, but shit, it happens. Yeah, it It does. More often than we think, like you're saying. And women have a tendency, and I'm not saying all men are shit. Like, please don't come for me about that. I really, I I know a lot of men that are super decent people. I know a lot of men that are just as loving as a lot of women that I know. But I tend to see it more, maybe because I'm a woman and they approach me as well, that women take on more and more and more and more. And there tends to be an imbalance from my perspective of what I've seen. Mm where women just take and take and take and take. And at some point they're just like, like they either keep taking and they break or they, they're just like, I can't do this anymore, you know? And they're the ones who end up getting hurt because when they call out some, you know, their partner or whatever, they're like, well, yeah, I don't really want to do the work on this. So I'm just going to leave. And the women are like, but I've spent so much of my time and my energy on you. Like, where are you going? Yeah. And you never get closure. Rarely do you get closure. But I also think it comes with this, like, dynamic of, like, women feeling that they need to fix things and fix, pe- like, fix men. 
there are a lot yes. of women who feel like that I, is what it is for it sure. is like we I need to take it up on myself yeah, like, i need to fix this person so like, that's why i'm gonna date them till they change honey you're not their mother yeah they exactly. have one and if they don't have one then they should get a therapist yes that's it like or let them go to therapy yeah you are not their therapist you are not their mother you are not their nanny you're not getting fucking paid to do this honey. absolutely if you are like a professional and fixing people Get that money. Don't do it for 100%. free. percent. Don't do it for some crusty ass man that's 100%. following you around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, a lot of great men out there. I have full this faith isn't in that. Man shaming. Not shaming. at all. Like I always go on heat even on DX babies about like that. I'm like so unlike No. Like no, it's really not, but it's just found more in women or women, like you said, talk about it more. That they're kind of the ones that are always like the therapist, the ones that are like fixing the person or like feel the need to like put it on themselves. A hundred percent. And to be honest, it's also my exposure. Like yeah. I, I've spoken to mostly women about this because that's who I'm surrounded by and yeah. that's who I feel comfortable speaking to. Um, I've also spoke to men about this and they've said like, no, I see it in women a lot more than I see it in men. Like yeah. my closest friends are men. Yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Totally. And even, you know, like it's just talk about it. Yeah. Talk about it. Talk openly about it. I think also one of the things I want to do with this podcast is like making sure that these We're things are known. We're talking about this shit. Yeah. Like I wanted to, I wanted to voice my opinion on this a long time ago, but I was like, it was a bit too fresh and I was like too angry and too emotional. Yeah. And now I'm just like. The thing is, you you end up having that story, like, I mean, you've been through a breakup before. Yeah. Um, but when it's one like this, like, where, where everyone knows him. I know what you mean. I had a story rehearsed. So I had, yeah. like, the condensed version. I had the long version of, like, well, it didn't work out. Didn't see values the same way, blah, 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 blah. Like, and then the other version where it was, like, I would take them through the steps, like, I just told you. In, in a bit more detail of, like, you know, more yeah. intimate ones. but. It was also very difficult because we had a lot of mutual friends. Yeah. So it was like different stories for different. It's like, why are we sitting here mincing words? If you weren't happy, just yeah. say like, you know what? We weren't happy. Yeah. That's what I end up doing yeah, now. I'm yeah, like, it, en- it ended. And they're like, why? I'm like, it. we weren't meant to be together. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. And if you want to hear more from me and if you want to talk to me and you want to, you want me to be brutally honest, I'm an open book. I don't give a shit. Of course, I'm not going to give like personal details about him. But not That's, everyone needs to know your business anyways. Not everybody needs to know my business, but I'm, you know me, I'm a very open person. Yeah. For a long time, it hurt to talk about it. And now I'm just like, I take it as a learning. I take it as a lesson, which is why I came on here. Like yeah. if I was uncomfortable talking about it, I would be like, no, Lana, I don't know how I feel about that. But I wanted to ask you, this is kind of my last question is what, ha- how, what is your view on dating now? Um, like, are you dating? Are you out there dating? Are you trying to get to know people? I know we're in a pandemic, so it's quite hard. Right. But like, are you, are, are you kind of like, no, I need like a break? Um, or in the middle? Not really. Uh, I'm not really dating right now. Pandemic being, <laughs> pandemic being the main reason, um, to be perfectly honest. I've gotten vaccinated. So once I have antibodies, maybe I'll look into it. Beautiful. Uh, but you don't have dating apps. I have been. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know it's completely different than meeting up. With yeah, no, yeah. no, no. And I mean, I, I like went on a couple. It was cute. It was nice. Like, I'm, t- I'm telling you, there are nice people out there. there and I, I literally didn't think so until I did that. Yeah. Um, well, I was in a negative space at that time anyway. But now, I mean, I think, I think I would be open to doing it. I just like. Uh, the thought of going back on dating apps is exhausting because I'm not good at small talk. And it takes work. And it takes work, which I don't have the energy or the time to do. I'm just kind of busy with myself. And if something happens, it happens. I mean, it's not like I'm like, oh my God, Prince Charming is going to come on a horse and like whisk me away. Like, no, I'm first of all, I'm not looking for something like life changing 
I would not really, I wouldn't get into a serious relationship right now unless the person like swept me off yeah. my feet and I was like, oh my and God, I don't this think person should, is phenomenal. But now I have, I don't want to say, I sound like a teacher, but I, I have, I know what I want. Yeah. And I, I more importantly know what I don't want. And I'm just not going to accept anything less. And I mean, casual dating, I'm chill with that. Uh, having flings, whatever, no problem with that. But I'm just going to see you know how it goes. But you know what you don't want. I think that's so important. I know what I don't want. And, and that's what people date, though, right? That's why people like kind of like go out and like yeah. they, they figure it out. They figure out what they want and what they don't want. I got like a crash course. You got a crash year. course. Yeah, which is great. I mean, I'm in my 20s. Like, yeah. I got time. But it's, it's not like I'm sitting here being like, oh, my God, like Valentine's Day is coming up. No, I mean, val- I've never really given a shit about Valentine's yeah. Day. I like flowers. I'll just get myself some flowers. That's, Do you know what I mean? girl, that is the type of self-love we are talking about. Exactly. Tell me everything. Razel, <laughs> thank you so much. Of course. Thank you so much. This was an amazing episode. <laughs> Guys, I really hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed listening and to Razal and asking her all these questions. Uh, guys, thank you, Razal. Seriously, thank you so much. Anytime. Uh, and that concludes episode two. Guys, I tell me everything with Lance. It's a weekly podcast. Talk about love, life, and vulnerability. We're on all live podcast streaming platforms, Spotify and Rami, Apple. And be sure to follow me on Instagram at tellmeeverything.land and at Lance, though, on my personal. Thanks, Razal. Of course, girl. Thanks for having (laughs) me. Peace, guys. See you next week. Bye.